Daniel chapter 6 and from verse 10 onwards. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home and in his upper room with his windows open toward Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God, as was his custom since early days. I want you to underline the word, uh, the the sentence or a part of the sentence, as was his customs custom since early days. If you want to highlight it, you can do that as well. What happened here to Daniel? It's God who blessed Daniel because Daniel's heart was loyal towards God. What does the word loyal mean? Loyal means anywhere and everywhere your allegiance is to only one person. We either save, we either serve God or serve the devil. Serving God is doing everything that God tells us to do. Serving the devil is doing everything that the devil tells us to do. God blesses those who serve him. Satan destroys those who serve him. So the blessing of the Lord, it maketh one rich and he adds no sorrow with it. Satan gives whatever uh, those who follow him will go after. He will give and what will he do? Through that, he will crush the people who follow him. He will destroy them. Because Satan can only do three things, steal, kill, and destroy. There's no good in Satan. He cannot offer anything good. He will lie to people and he will take them to his side, to the broad road, and he will burn them in hell forever. And also while they're on earth, he will make their lives into nothing. He'll reduce it to ashes. This is how the devil operates. It's more like he will throw the bait. You know how the mouse runs after whatever the bait is and gets into the trap? That's how many foolish people are. They leave God and they run after the bait that Satan will show. They'll go until they go and they get trapped. They will say, oh, no, 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 no. I don't get it on this side. I get on that side. I go. But those who are wise will know that, oh, that's a trap. I'm not going there. And they are safe and they prosper. So Daniel was such a man, a young man, a smart man, a man whose heart was loyal towards the living God. That means he served God and he served God only. So you look at him. How was his life? This is how his life was. He always knelt down on his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God. This is how he always did since he was young. Always did that. He never deviated from that because he truly was loyal to his Lord. He was truly in love with his God. He always went and he talked to God and God made sure that he protected Daniel. God made sure he provided for Daniel. God made sure that he was always there for Daniel. And we saw this in the month of May. You make God your priority. God will make sure to make you his priority. And if the king of the heaven and earth, the only one, who is omnipotent, the only one who is omniscient, the only one who is all-powerful. He has the power to create and to destroy. That God of heaven and earth, if he makes you his priority, remember or imagine what will happen. 
the most important thing for a human being is to be in the will of God and do what he would want them to do because whatever God would want you to do is for your own good, not because he wants you to do something because he is in need of you. Oh, no. It's a privilege that God gives to every single human being in order for God to bless them. And so there are some people who are very foolish. You call them fools. The Bible calls them fools. You have foolish people and you have wise people. The foolish people will try to look for the easy way. You call them fools. The wise people will do everything they need to do in order to lay a very strong foundation. When the fools will go and build a house on the sand and say, hey, look at my sandcastle. The wise people will go and work and work and work and dig and lay their foundation on the rock with solid material. So when the rain comes, when the flood comes, when the storm comes, this construction that rises with so much of labor and it takes a long time to build, but it comes out as a strong, mighty building upon that rock where it will not only protect the builder, but also like Noah and his family, it will protect all those who come into that house, into that ark. But the fools, just like the people who lived during the time of Noah, Noah kept saying, the flood is coming, the flood is coming, we need this ark built. They didn't care, they mocked Noah, and they said, oh, you know what, you don't know how to enjoy life, Noah. Look at us, look at us. They were fools. And what happened to those fools when the rain came, when the flood came, they drowned. They drowned in their own voices. While they were screaming for help, there was no one to help because when wisdom called them, they laughed at wisdom, the Bible says. When God called them through Noah, his prophet, standing there day and night telling them, escape this wrath that is coming, escape this flood that is coming. What did they do? They mocked and they laughed. They said, oh, Noah, you're too old and you're saying things that don't make sense to us. And you know what? We know how to enjoy life. And while you don't know how to, well, Noah and his family went into the ark. And all the animals that were marked by God, they all went into the ark. While the rest of the people screamed and screamed and said, help, help, help. And they drowned right there in the flood. The same place where they thought they were having fun. They screamed for help and there was no one to help them because... When God called them day and night through the prophet of God, they did not heed the voice of God. They did not listen to the call of God. They mocked. The Bible says when God calls you, you mock. When you call, God will not answer. Sometimes people think, oh, God is so nice and God is so good. Every time I call, he answers. No, you know to whose voice God answers every time when I sing the song? When I call upon your name, you answer me every time. Whose prayer does God answer every time? It's the prayer of the righteous. The fervent, effectual prayer of the righteous avails much. Those are the prayers that God will answer every time. But those who mock at God, the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, 
When you call at that time, God will not answer. When calamity comes and strikes your house down, at that time you call, God will not answer. So know this for sure. If someone says that, as long as you have breath in your lungs, when you call, God will answer. Oh, no. If you mock God in the time of your visitation and you take God for granted when God speaks to you, there will come a time when you get desperate and you get this, you despair of life and you call. Another time, God will not answer. So if someone says that God will answer you all the time, you play games, you do whatever you want to do, you mock God, you spit on his face, do whatever you want to do. And when you are in calamity, you see this God, he's so loving and you can take him for a fool and you can just call on him and he'll come and say, oh, my baby, I'll come and rescue. Oh, no. God knows who is sincere and God knows who is mocking him and taking advantage of his grace. And to such people, when they call, God will not answer. There are specific times, specific places, God has told his servants not to answer them. There are specific times, specific places in the Bible where God has told his servants not to pray for them. And God's word very explicitly states that when these disobedient mockers who take advantage of the mercy of God in a negative way and trample God when they call to make use of God so that they can escape their misery, God will not answer them. Such people's prayers will not be answered when, when they cry out to God in their calamity. When God is speaking to you now, When God is calling you now, it is important for you to know the time of your visitation and shape up. When you don't shape up, when calamity comes, God will not answer you at that time. God will be answering those who are sincerely crying out to him. Not for someone who says, I just want to get away and somehow get out of this. You know, there are people who will be very unfaithful to their spouses. They'll be very crafty and cruel to their spouses. And then when some, and they'll go fool around and be somewhere else. And when some calamity happens, they'll call their spouse. Can you help me this? Can you do this? And cry. Try to see if they can trick them so they can get out of it and go back to the same vomit. And stab the ones who are helping them even more. God cannot be mocked, the Bible says. Their kids will do that too, to the parents, where they will mistreat them and do all kinds of things. And when they know they're in trouble at that time, they'll say, oh, please, can you help me out? But you know, if you help them out, what they'll do next time. They'll throw mud on your face even more. They'll bring disgrace to your face even more. They'll go right back to the vomit. As a dog returns to its vomit, so a backslider is in his heart. God is speaking to our hearts today. When it comes to following Jesus, know that he is God Almighty. You are less than a speck of dust before him. If he has mercy on you, it's a huge thing. If the God of heaven and earth has mercy on me, it's a huge thing. If he comes to a rescue, it's a huge thing. But don't you tantrum and say, he has to. Oh, he doesn't have to. 
But because of his mercy, he comes to our rescue. It is because of his mercy, he blesses us. Because of his mercy, he hears us. And those who are in a covenant relationship with God, who says, Lord, I will follow you. I will serve you. And you are everything to me. He has his eyes upon those people. And he says, I'll make sure. I'll lift you up because I can trust you. I'll bless you. I will make your name great and you shall be a blessing. That covenant comes with those who leave everything. Who leave everything. And you know or understand the worth of God's call. God called Abraham not to bless himself, to bless Abraham. And to make him a blessing to all the nations of the earth. God calls us, not because God has a need, no, because God has mercy upon us and he wants to bless us. So if we think that we're doing God a favor, too bad. We fall among the category of the fools. So God help us to understand that when God calls you to do something, it is for God to bless you. And when you miss that opportunity or squander that opportunity, you show that you are a fool, a big fool. So know that anytime God calls you, be among the wife, be among the wise, wise men, wise women, wise husbands and wise wives, wise sons, wise daughters. Where God has called his people to be among the wise virgins. God is speaking to our hearts this hour. The Bible clearly shows there there are two categories. Foolish, wise, foolish, wise, foolish, wise, foolish, wise. The broad road is full of fools. The narrow road is full of the wise. Those who join with those who are in the broad roads, broad road are called fools. Those who join with those who are in the narrow road are called the wise. God calls them. The almighty God, the wise God, sees them. Because you should be utterly foolish to really go after that cheese that is there so that you can get into that trap, mouse trap. God says, escape. I have provided you a way of escape, and that is the narrow road. That narrow path is full of the blessings of God. And you look at Daniel. Daniel was a man who chose to live an upright life and walk in that narrow path. And he became a wise man, a prophet of God, a man who was exalted before God and man by God, a man who was placed among the princes of the people of the earth, a man who was placed among the princes of God's people as well. There's two categories. The princes of the people of the earth are people who are of notable titles, achievements on the face of the earth. And those are among unbelievers. And there can be believers. But it's the entire group of people who are notable. God takes his people like Daniel and he puts them where? among the people, among the princes of the people of the earth in Babylon. Daniel 
was a prince in the sight of God. He lifted him up and he put him among the princes of his people. He is a prophet of God among the princes of his people. That means among the elite group of God's people, Daniel is one among them. Among the elite group of the people of the world, Daniel is one among them. And the Bible says, this honor he gives to those who serve him. This honor God gives to those who serve him. Honor comes from God. God reserves honor for those who serve him. The wise. So you look at Daniel. Daniel had this habit. What was his habit? He prayed to God three times a day. And he offered thanks to God. And this was something he did for a long time. So in good times and in bad times, whether he was in his homeland or whether he was in exile taken out of his country and taken to Babylon, he maintained his integrity before God Almighty. He always loved to fellowship with God. He did not stop worshiping God. He did not stop praying to his God, no matter how things turned out to be. He never gave room for the enemy to touch his prayer life. Write this down. It's very important. No matter what happened in Daniel's life, he resisted the devil. He resisted the devil who tried to touch his prayer life. He never let the enemy touch his prayer life. There's something that the Spirit of God spoke to us during worship. If you want to inherit that which God has for you, you have to resist the devil that will try to keep you, that will try to keep you from inheriting that which God has for you. Many, many, many times in many different ways, Satan will try to come and take that which God has for you by causing you to doubt, causing you to get bitter, causing you to stop praying, causing you to stop believing, causing you to think about yourself and causing you to go into self-pity and a whole bunch of things Satan will bring. But those who resist those spirits and those who keep them out and those who cling to the word of God are the ones who will inherit that which God has for them. So Daniel had a very consistent pattern. What was his pattern? His pattern was being loyal to God. And how did he become so steadfast in the ways of the living God? He let nothing touch his prayer life. Nothing. It was not something that he did out of obligation. It was something that he did out of his own free will and his connection with the living God was so strong that he loved to go and talk to his God Almighty. So he had a good track record. So if you think about Daniel, Daniel was not someone up one day, down next day, up three days, down next day, up four days and down five days and up three months and down four months. No, Daniel was someone who had a very perfect track record. If someone who had his graph up, 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 up. His walk with God was getting tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter. God is speaking to our hearts at this time. No matter how your graph has been, it could have been up, down, 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 up, and down, 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 and a little up. Think about it. That graph is like that. How you will be up and down, down, up and down, down. It'll be like, you think like you're going up and a little bit up and you're still down because it's your pattern is up a little, down a little, up a little, down a little, up a little, down a little. God is speaking to your hearts today. If that has been your graph and that has been your pattern, God wants to take you out of that and put you in a constant up. 
But it cannot happen without your cooperation. It cannot happen with, without you becoming an active partaker in what God is speaking at this hour. If you don't do what you should do, if you don't take the food and put it in your mouth to chew and swallow it, the plate that God puts in front of you will become moldy and will become rotten. God won't let that happen. He'll give it to somebody else. If you waste that which God gives to you, he will take it and give it to somebody else. Let no one take your crown. That means it's possible for someone to fill in your shoes if you refuse to wear it. I want to repeat this. If you refuse to wear the shoes that God gives you to bless you, someone will come and take those shoes away. God will give it to them because he says, okay, you don't want it, you despise it. I'll give it to somebody else. Or you'll be thinking, well, God said, I'll be this, I'll be that, I'll be that. You can just sit and think all day long. In all the days of your life, nothing will happen because you have squandered that which God gave to you. God says today, God wants to reestablish with you his covenant so that you can keep going up and not go down. But you need to break the cycle of embracing the devil once every few months. Once every few days, up, hallelujah, praise the Lord, down, look at me, they offended me, or they did this to me, or you know what, I can't do this, I am no good. The focus is that capital I, oh, what evil, that capital I does. When you take that capital I and worship it day and night, God is speaking to us today. You shall worship the Lord your God and him only you shall serve. When you make that capital I and put your name there and say, I worship myself. Oh, you have become a fool at that point. That's when your graph will go down. Joseph was a person who was never moved by Potiphar's words, Potiphar's wife's words, prison guard's words, whatever sentence he got. To be thrown into the prison. Nothing affected him. Because his God was his strength. His ears were always open to. What does my God say? I will be faithful to God. Nothing could stop him. From becoming. The person next to Pharaoh. That which God had for him. God was able to crown him. Because he was faithful to God. God is speaking at this hour. Daniel's habit, practice, was to be positive all the time. You can't be negative and keep giving thanks to God. No. People who have unbelief and who are negative and who are self-centered, selfish, thinking about themselves, are people who will not be able to praise God. Because they'll just wallow in that self. You know, that self is like so nasty. It's like vomit. They just wallow in that self. And it keeps them dirty, stinky, filthy. You can't become anything if you keep wallow, wallowing in that stuff. God is speaking to hearts today. Daniel was someone who was void of stuff. Or someone who gave thanks before God. Not once, three times a day, every day. Who was someone full of prayer and praise. Someone who followed God perfectly. With an upright heart. And it came to a point where. 
all hell broke loose. Well, this is not the first time he's facing this, by the way. This was like a test for his life, whether he's going to love his life or love God more than his life. But before that, itself, his faith was put to test many times where he was displaced out of his land, taken to a foreign land. He is a slave there, an exile there. He had nothing familiar in front of him. You have all these strange faces and you have all these people who look superior. Hey, we are citizens of this land and you are our slaves. And that kind of a situation where he was, that didn't stop him from thanking God. That didn't stop him from praying to God. That didn't stop him from worshiping God. Three times a day, he prayed, he praised. And this is why God took him to the palace. This is why God placed him there. And then over there, he was someone who was faithful to God. He was not simply, I'm praising God, I'm worshiping God. And you know what, you give me the king's food, I'll eat that because God has me here. And he sees everything and he has me covered. Well, didn't he put me in the palace? He knows that they will offer me the king's food. Well, God sanctifies it. I will eat water. There are people like that. Unfaithful people, you call them. They will make excuses for sin. They'll say, well, God sees it and God knows it and, and it's okay. It's not that bad. Well, you deceive yourself. When you know it's bad and you think it's not that bad, you are deceiving yourself. Daniel was not like that. He was someone who prayed three times a day. Praise God three times a day. We say three times a day. It's not like one time praising God just three times, three random times. No, this was a solid prayer life he had and a life of worship he had. And when his faith, his character was put to test, he was a wise man, not a fool. You know what fools do? Fools will join with the rest of the people and say, give me king's food. Well, I'm in this new country. You see, I've never tasted Babylonian. Oh, king's food. I've never tasted that. Oh, God gave me this opportunity to eat Babylonian king's food delicacies. Oh, I can taste all these things. God has brought me to this palace such a time as this and given me the food that these people eat. So I will eat. You see, you call them manipulators who try to manipulate God's word when they know that you cannot touch that which defiles you. They'll make excuses for all of that. Daniel was not like that. Daniel was a young man, a wise man, not a fool. He didn't join with the rest of the people. If he would have, then he would have been a fool. He would have been disqualified. Fools will be disqualified. Only wise virgins entered in. All the foolish ones were disqualified. But Daniel was not a fool. Daniel was a wise man. So what did he do? He said, I'm not going to eat this. Just give me vegetables. It's got nothing to do with this vegetarian or non-vegetarian. No. It simply says, whatever was offered from that palace was defiled. And he said, I'm not touching this. I'm not going to defile myself. He was a young man of principle. He said, not touching this. And give me something other than this. And he specified what he was going to eat. He stuck to it. God showed his power. He didn't worry about his life back then. So why is he going to worry about his life when he was going to throw in the lion's den? You see the pattern? You see the pattern? Even though he was in the king's palace, he didn't make excuse 
for why he would have to eat that which is defiled. No. Over there he said, I'll be faithful to my God. He was bold enough to do the right thing because he was a wise man. He was not ashamed of what he stood for because he knew that he belonged to the king of the heaven and the earth. He stood for what he believed because he knew that he was wise and touching those things will be foolish. May God help us to be like Daniel. Even though he could have been killed. Even though he could have been disqualified from the king's jobs that the king was going to offer. He didn't worry about any of those things. You know why? He was not there because he wanted to be one among those who were elected to be in the king's palace. No. Daniel didn't pray, oh Lord, help me, help me to somehow get into the king's palace and Lord, help me somehow survive and help me somehow climb. You know, those are me-centered prayers. Sometimes God does answer. When people just say, give me, give us a king, give us a king, give us a king, give us a king, give us a king. He says, go. Have it to your own misery. Daniel was not such a person. Daniel was not going after the things of the world. There are a lot of people, all they have in their minds is full of the things of the world. I want this, I want that, I want this, and all their prayers. Well, Lord, can I have this? Can I have that? Can I have this? Can I have that? Can I have this? Well, you can ask God for what you want. But if you're going to God for that, shame on you. May God have mercy. We need to go to God to see what he wants us to have from him. When God gives it to us, it'll be a blessing. God is speaking to our hearts today. Going to the Lord, as Daniel did. Daniel was called by God through the king to the palace. Daniel didn't long for that. Daniel didn't want that. If you look at the Bible, all those who are blessed by God and placed in seats of honor were all those who never looked for those seats. David didn't ask God to make him the king. Samuel didn't ask God to make him the prophet. Abraham didn't ask God to be made the father of many nations. So did Isaac. You look at God's people. Joseph didn't ask God to make him the prime minister of Egypt. No. Those whose hearts were loyal towards God. God said, I want you here. I want you in this high place. You make me your priority. I will make sure to make you my priority because I can trust you. I can trust you because when I place you in seats of honor, you won't bring disgrace to my name. When I place you in seats of honor, you will do what I tell you to do. Nothing more and nothing less. Are you dependable? Are you trustworthy? Are you looking for something to do and something to be known for? Or is your heart just longing after God Almighty? If he gives something in your hands, praise the Lord, do it with all your heart. If he doesn't give anything to you to do, will you still follow him? Is self so important that God doesn't become a priority? When you don't get what you want to get, you get miserable and grumpy. And you're not able to praise God like how Daniel praised God three times a day. God is speaking to our hearts today. This month is a blessed month. This month is a 
glorious month, beginning this month itself. The many good things that are going to happen, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. A lot of good things will happen. But it's for those who don't go after it, but go after the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seeking God and his righteousness, his kingdom and his righteousness. Will cause us to inherit that which God wants us to inherit so that we can be a blessing to him and through him to all those who are around him. To the point here that the Lord is driving deep into the hearts of his people is, are you like Daniel? Are you worshiping God and praising God regardless of what you may face? And do you have the integrity and the wisdom to stand up for the truth and to be different in your generation? Not be like the rest of the people, like the foolish people. Be like the eight who escaped the flood. Those were the wise. Be like the five virgins who made it, who entered in. Not like the fools. Are you among the wise or among the fools? God is asking this question today. What are you going after? Are you going after God or going after the things of this world? If you're really going after God, the things of this world will grow strangely dim. Not just dim, strangely dim. You won't have any desire towards it. There'll be this beautiful detachment from it. Beautiful detachment. That your heart is not after it at all. That's when you really know that you're really following God. God is speaking to our hearts today. Be like Daniel. Be like Daniel. Have a good track record. If you want to do anything for God, you need to have a clean track record, a graph that goes up. So work on that. Tell the Lord, I want to be consistent in my walk with you. One, I want to be consistent in my faith walk with you. I want to be consistent in my walk of being unselfish. I want to be consistent in my walk of holiness with you. I want to be consistent in my walk of humility with you. Be like Daniel. And God will bless you. Take you to places you've never been. Place you in seats that you never thought you would sit. That you need to be worthy to get there. If you seek God and his kingdom and his righteousness with a pure motive, then all that God wants to add to you, he will add to you. And all that God wants to subtract from you, which is not good for you, he will subtract from you. Are you making room for God to bless you? Daniel did. Daniel made room for God to bless them. In order for Daniel to pray three times a day, praise God and thank God, he had to make room. He was a very busy man. He was not someone who just slept and got up and slept and got up and slept. And Well, we don't have time. Well, Daniel had nothing to do. That's why he had to pray three times a day and he worshiped God. Well, we all have a lot to do. Really? God is speaking to us today. If God is your priority, you will make room. You won't make excuses. You will make room. Those excuses are called foolish excuses that exhibits manifest foolishness of a person. 
to the wise. They'll be like the wise virgins. They'll put everything aside and they'll say, extra oil, extra oil, extra oil, extra oil, extra oil. This is what we need. Seeking God and his kingdom first. And everything he wants to add, God will add. As we look to the Lord in this month of June, in this month of June, I want you to think about all the good things that God has done in your life. I want you to meditate on the ways in which God has led you this far. And you see, if your graph was straight during the first five months this month of this year, have you been steadfast? Have you been steady? Have you been like Daniel? The next two days, today is Thursday, Friday and Saturday. The Lord will have me continue with these two days of seeking him. More on this. It's very important for us to prepare today. To see, is my graph consistently going upwards? Am I seeking God? Have I made room for God in my life? Ask these questions. Has me or the capital I has been removed? Only then you can make room. If that is occupying the place where God's blessing must land on and you won't receive God's blessings. The capital I and the word me has to be out. When that is out, you have made room for God to bless you. Those who did not love their lives unto death, but the ones who are, who were worthy before God and who are worthy before God. As we continue, seek God. A good self-examination. This day, this night, into tomorrow. In every area of your life. How far has the letter I and the knee been removed? And how much more is still there? You know, for some people, from the capital I, just a little portion of that little line is gone. The rest is still sitting. So some people with the me, just the one part of that M is gone. Not the whole M, just one part. The first line is gone. They feel that is what they feel like a big accomplishment. They say, oh my God, I never thought I will have that part. You have so much more still occupying there. If that is still there, how can God give you his ultimate blessing? What is the focus of your seeking him? Is it for yourself? What is the focus? Be like Daniel. Be consistent. Be someone who will not be moved by anything. Someone who will not just have the time, but make time because this is your priority. We'll push everything out 
so that you can spend time with God. Daniel prayed three times and he praised God as was his custom since early days. I wouldn't say it's okay if you had an on and off track record. But I can tell you this. You can have a consistent track record going forward and have a testimony like Daniel and end well. If you want to have such a track record where God will be able to look at you and say, after June 1st, 2023, put your name there. God should be able to say, this person thanked me and spent time with me, lived for me the rest of their lives. Therefore, God was not ashamed to be called your God. And because of that, God was able to trust you and God was able to place you in feats of honor. Knowing that the me and the I was gone, that you would never touch his glory, that he will bless you and make your name great, knowing that you will never become proud. And that was your track record and you ended well. In the sight of God, as a wise person, How many of you would love to have such a track record? You might have messed up. Up until today. But beginning today, do you want to have a clean track record? Beginning today, do you want to have a track record like how Danny had, where God embedded these words in the book of all books for all eternity? This is how Daniel lived. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? If you want to have a testimony from God, like how Daniel received. Because of that testimony, God was able to place Daniel in seats of honor. Where his faith was put to test, where Satan came up against him, but God stood next to him. Many times, God lifts us up and places us in seats of honor. Satan will come. But God will stand with us. If you want to have a consistent track record, wherever you are, you talk to God at this hour. And tell the Lord, Lord, I failed you many times. My track record is terrible looking. All these years, I've not been living like how Daniel was. The focus was me. But today, I give myself to you. I want to have a testimony like how Daniel had. I'll seek you with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength, and I'm going to make room so that your will be done in my life, that me and that I is going to be gone, Lord, from today. That I'm going to focus every day, no matter what I do, my focus is going to be making room, which is getting rid of that me and I. So that God sees that space that is there that you have made for God to bless you, that he finds you faithful and worthy to bless you with his eternal blessings. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Jesus.
Father, thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you, Lord, for this first day of this new month. Thank you for all that you've spoken to us, and thank you for the good word of the Lord that has come to us from heaven. Thank you, Lord, you're the Lord God who blesses those who fear you and blesses those who put their trust in you. Lord, I pray that you will cause each and every single one here to be among the wise and not be among the foolish, that they may inherit every blessing that comes from your hands and live, that they may be among those who entered into the ark and not among those who perished because of their foolishness. So I pronounce a blessing upon you people, Father, that each and every single one, beginning this day, work on making room for the king to bless them. Thank you, Lord, for this glorious month of May. Thank you for what you're going to do. All that you're going to do even more in the lives of your people. In the lives of all those who are determined to pursue you and your kingdom. First, so that you can add what you want to add to them. Which is always the king's best. Hallelujah. With this blessing, I bless your people with. And I thank you for doing it. In Jesus' most precious name, I pray. Amen. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon us and bless us with his peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen. Good Jesus.